When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 421. Training for Fat Loss in Simple Terms. What You Must Know by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey, happy Monday and welcome to a new week of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of commentary at the end. I'll start by saying a big thank you for being here and joining us this week. That's my inspiration for today. I'm sure you're excited to hear today's post, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Training for Fat Loss in Simple Terms, What You Must Know by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. Training for fat loss, so many opinions and so many decisions. Since I am a proponent of maintaining good habits and having a very clear focus on what you're trying to accomplish, I personally subscribe to Occam's Razor when thinking about fat loss, programming, and above all, sticking to the plan. Occam's Razor, if you're unfamiliar, is the philosophy that states in the case of two or more explanations, the simpler one is probably best and usually better. I don't want to overlook the importance of precision in programming and diet for the advanced trainee and understanding where they are personally with training and diet experience. But most advanced folks are typically getting an outside opinion and coaching to keep them on track. So let's talk about training for fat loss and what you should consider if you're trying to get the most out of your efforts. Prioritize frequency over volume. Over many years of training, I've tried a lot of different approaches, both for myself and for my clients. At the end of the day, I learned that just about everything works, aside from various extremes, of course, but nothing works forever. And some things only work during times of extremely low stress and the best of environments. Think of the kids in college with no bills, raging hormones, mommy and daddy's money to spend, and very little anxiety or real world problems to deal with. To maintain your muscles, you have to use them by applying resistance frequently enough to make sure that your body pulls body fat for fuel. In saying that, I like to put a focus on frequency with volume spread out over the week 
rather than high volume sessions where you hammer away at a muscle group once every six to seven days. Muscle protein synthesis occurs anywhere from 24 to 48 hours post-resistance training. Therefore, it makes sense to train more frequently if recovery is not impeded. Remember, don't just annihilate your muscles every single session. And if you're trying to lose weight, assuming you're getting adequate protein intake, you'll be good to maintain and maybe even build some muscle while you're at it. I like to have you train three to four times per week with a frequency of hitting muscle groups two to three times per week. Hitting each muscle group even more frequently than this can work extremely well as long as the training volume is managed well. Sleep, recovery, food. All things not to be overlooked, of course. With regards to getting enough sleep, the more rest you can get on a diet, the better your recovery will typically be. The better your recovery, the better you'll feel and perform and you'll increase your likelihood of having lower stress hormones, which are catabolic, meaning they break down muscle. Recovery is typically gauged in various ways. Here are some questions to think about. One, are you getting a good night's rest? Think, sleeping uninterrupted for eight to nine hours? Two, are you feeling fresh in the gym or run down? Three, are you maintaining your intensity, like your weight on the bar or the ability to push yourself? Four, do you look forward to training and being active? And five, do you find it easy mentally to get to the gym? If you answered no to more than a few of these, your recovery might be hindered somewhat. The recovery process is one that requires an ability to manage the push and pull. Eating well enough to give yourself the nutrients you need and also allowing for fat loss is not hard, but requires some effort. Some popular training methods for fat loss. As I mentioned, most everything works, but nothing works forever. Some programs are indeed more ideal than others when you want fat loss, but all in all, how you deal with it all psychologically is probably more important than any amount of overthinking the optimal you might embark on. Some prefer metabolic programs and conditioning types of training, while others like to train like a power lifter when dieting. Here's what you need to know. As long as it's intense enough and you can recover adequately, you'll maintain muscle, and maybe even build some. Some popular methods of training for fat loss include, one, supersetting, or doing multiple sets of two exercises back-to-back. Two, density training. Three, employing complexes, which is basically like supersets, but with more than two movements. Sometimes it's referred to as a circuit. And four, heavy strength training with conditioning finishers at the end. So which is best? They all work, and they're all good methods of helping you lose fat and maintain lean body mass. One note I will make about super low volume programs is this. They can work, and some work well, but in my experience, most of us need practice with the movements. Lifting maximally once per week on a major lift, like the bench press, deadlifts, or squats, can head south quickly. Here's how. One, it can take a long time, like up to a week, to recover and you're at a higher risk for injury when constantly going for personal records. Two, you run the psychological risk of getting demotivated or creating unnecessary anxiety around whether or not you'll get stronger during the next training session. And three, if you're mentally tied to the idea that strength increases or maintenance equals muscle gain and moderate strength losses equals muscle loss, then you might find it very easy to beat yourself up over things that don't matter much. So here's what I recommend the best fat loss plan. 
My favorite way of creating a solid fat loss training program is by incorporating multiple movements in various rep ranges and balancing our strength work with metabolic work. For most personal clients, we'll start off their sessions with some type of movement that has a strength focus, but we're not resting for long periods or anything longer really than two minutes. We'll use a rep range of four to eight for these movements and aim for a few top sets. Once these are over, I love to have them work their entire body with multiple movements, typically one to two supersets. So if we're starting off with a drop set of four by four weighted chins, I might follow it up with three to four sets of push-ups, supersetted with machine rows with very little to no rest between sets. We'll rest for about two minutes after the superset and then move on to another movement group I feel is best for them. After that's over, we'll rest again for another two to three minutes. And depending on the focus and goals, some type of ab or arm workout is thrown in to finish it off, typically for three to four movements for a complex at the end. Some call it a finisher. Others call it conditioning. Most everyone agrees that it sucks. So the criteria are simple. One, make the session very intense. Two, keep it under 60 minutes, including warmups. Three, spread the volume over the week to hit each muscle group two to four times every seven days. Four, three to four sessions per week is usually enough for most people. And five, use the strength movements as a means to track progress, especially if it helps with motivation. You just listened to the post titled Training for Fat Loss in Simple Terms, What You Must Know by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One of my most favoritest lines from JC's post was, all workouts essentially work. If you're a subscriber to any health or fitness magazine, you'll see that every time their magazine comes out, they've got a new workout that promises to burn fat. It's not like they're wrong. It's just that as long as you're doing it, it's gonna build muscle and probably burn some fat at some point. But the keys are to stay consistent. And that's basically what JC was saying. So when you hear people talk about, oh, this program worked for me or just follow this, yeah, they're probably right that it did work but it's only because they got up and did those moves, right? And what JC was basically talking about is balance. Don't burn yourself out at the gym. Don't burn yourself out with exercises because what'll happen is you're gonna burn out completely and then you won't go back. That's not great for consistency, which is what's needed for fat loss and muscle gain. 
And pretty much what everyone recommends is throw in some variety. If you always do high-intensity multiple muscle groups, switch it up. Maybe the next week you just isolate some muscle groups and then get back into full body workouts the next week or two weeks later. Just as long as you're consistently using your muscles, burning some calories, eating right, the fat will come off. So really, what's the secret to fat loss? Consistency. All right, that'll do it for Monday's episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you back here on tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.